What's up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 184 of Spinning Thoughts. We are creeping up to 200. What up? We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. If you listened last week, I think I said in the intro that I bit my cheek while I was doing it, and I just fucking did it again. Ugh, what is going on here? I hope everybody's doing well. I'm feeling good, besides the whole biting on the cheek thing. We've got a big episode here in 184, special guest new design. Dan Boyer sat down recently and talked to them. We're going to hear some music from Honey Creek and Patent Pending. Oh, and these are some good tracks that I'm going to play here. I'm really excited to share it all with you before we dive into the music. You know, I don't often talk much about myself. I hope I don't because it's not about me here at Spinning Thoughts. It's about all of you and it's about the music and about being a good person, hopefully. But uh, I do want to say, so, you know, I don't do spinning thoughts as a full-time thing. I think everybody probably knows that. Uh, the quality is not there, correct? Uh, this is not this is not where I bring home the vegan bacon. Uh, this is completely out of passion. And everybody who works here, it's spinning thoughts. That is a passion kind of thing as well, too. Uh, so, you know, what I do for a living and what I do during the day, while oftentimes it is still spinning thoughts things... Uh, I'm a big fan of higher education. I had some of the best years of my life in college, learned a lot, grew. I became more aware of a lot of different things. I believe I was, uh, uh, you know, I was, I had, there was more diversity that I was uh, experiencing and I just love the environment and I want to stay in it. So I work in higher ed and I guess you could say that I'm responsible for the success of students. And so it's that time of year. Some of you listening, I think, uh, a lot of you may be in college, right? It is that time of year. The air's starting to change. Football lovers, it's good. You know, we're, we're there. Fall's here. It's a rip the Band-Aid off. Fall is here. Uh, school's kicking back off. College, right? And so I'm a little busy here uh, with students coming back to campus. I love it. it. You know, it's the exciting times. Makes me feel young again. 
And so uh, what I'm getting to is today I, I met with a new student. They're a new freshman, right? So uh, that's always exciting. And the freshman came in and told me that uh, a buddy of theirs goes to school uh, and also uh, works with me. And uh, I, I guess the friend told this student that, uh, that I was really awesome and that I had a mohawk. And I don't know if the former's true, but I definitely got a mohawk, and I am glad that that's starting to get around to students. Uh, I tell you this story for two reasons. One, I think that's fucking awesome, and two, uh, go ahead and continue to be yourself. Don't ever lose sight of who you are or your own creativity. You know, the older you get, the more people expect you to conform sometimes. But that, to me, calls for action. That calls for me to just subtly remind people from time to time that I can still fucking rock a mohawk. All right, so we're going to kick off the music here at episode 184. This band was presented to me via the band's people tweet at me Spotify playlist. If you're not familiar, every other week... I just go on Twitter and I tell everybody to tweet me bands to listen to. I listen to every single one that gets sent my way. Sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's still crazy. And then what I do is I pick 20 of my favorites. I put it on a playlist. Everybody rocks and enjoys it. And then sometimes I let you vote on your favorites. And then I play some band's music. Or sometimes uh, I just pick it myself. And that's what I did this round. So Honey Creek. Honey Creek was... Uh, tweeted at me, first time I ever heard them, I loved their song Green Line so much that I want to share it with you right now. This is Green Line from Honey Creek. Nice. 
Tennessee traffic. I traded up from the Milwaukee Transit. I finally feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. So that was Green Line from Honey Creek. It's a brand new song. It just released on July the 26th. And you know, when I reached out to the band to see if we could jam this song, obviously they said yes. I asked uh, if there's anything else going on with the band. One, because I was hoping that they were going to say, yo, dude, we've got this new sick EP that we want you to check out in advance. They didn't do that. But they did give me some details on some things to look forward to with the band. And I'm going to keep my eyes on. On them, they will be touring through the Midwest and parts of the South with friends in Stalgic. That's from August 23 to the end of that month, the 31st. When it comes to the new music, no specific dates, but they're saying to me in writing, and I will keep this email as proof, uh, new music out before the end of the year. So if anybody's interested, check them out on social media. Insta and Twitter, I believe, is Honey Creek Music. On Facebook, it's Honey Creek MK. E. I dig this band. I think you will as well. Go check them out. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. I am really excited to play some music from this band. I got to tell you, patent pending. If this is a band you have not heard of or listened to, wow, am I just going to blow your mind when you follow this direction. Go listen to them. Well, I'm going to play a song, so you're not going to have a choice, and you're going to thank me. This band has been doing it for a while, and they're so damn consistent, good, fun, and they've always come around Pittsburgh. I think they're good buddies with Eternal Boy, former Space Pimps, and of course, Rishi Ball and Eternal Boy are friends of Spinning Thoughts. They're actually right now out in the UK on tour together, Eternal Boy and Patent Pending. I am just really excited about this band. They are really, really good. And they just released a new song. I'm going to read a pinned tweet on their Twitter. It's at PTPG Official if you want to check it out for yourself. Uh, Punk Rock Songs is the first new patent pending song in three years. And we're so excited to finally share this with you. It's a special one. And then they go on to say, I swear the greatest nights of my life were spent singing these. God, this song rocks. It is like the perfect swan song to round out summer. Oh, God, summer. It is. It's leaving. And why don't we go out with it with punk rock songs from Patent Pending. While you're out there living your life, I've been spending most of mine trying to be a part of yours three minutes at a time. I've been laying tracks down trying to find my way. To be the background sound to your glory days And the best it ever gets Is you come and see us for a night But that show it always ends Yeah, they're gonna kill those lights Then you'll get back to living And I get back on that bus We either keep driving cause we're driven Or we're just too dumb to give up So here we go
Suicide calls and I miss you Every I'm coming home soon Scribbled set list and flooded green rooms Another year spent paying dues Rocking t-shirts on broken tables Lugging that gear through the rain Blasting old guitars to bust the cables To think we only have ourselves to blame For every empty gas tank and wallet Pushing that van another mile Mama's so close I can taste it Yeah, they still make me smile I mean, is anybody else getting goosebumps? Just take a look at your arm because I am right there with you. That song is just so perfect. It is for anybody, anybody in this scene, this community, anybody. I mean, I can I can relate to so much that they're singing about in that song. I play in a couple bands, you know, being in a band, being doing this podcast. It is a goddamn grind. I'm not kidding. When I listened to that, I was sitting here like, this is why this song and it just reminds me of what this is all about. It was awesome to share that song with everybody. Patent Pending rocks. Go and check them out. I'm really excited to share the interview that we have with uh, New Design. Dan sat down and talked to them here recently. They're a really, really interesting band. This conversation, as you will hear momentarily uh, lends to that. I'm going to warm you up with a song like I always do. This is You Had Me from New Design. Oh, I can't remember And you can't recall It was almost September And we laughed it all You had
So that was You Had Me from New Design. It's off their latest release. It's an EP titled Where I Need to Be. It dropped June 21st of this year via Sunday Drive Records. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. I do breathing exercises on the daily so that I can spit all that out in minimal, minimal effort. I mean, come on. Like, I am a champ at that line. If you listen to this enough, you probably are saying that shit in your sleep as well. I'm very excited to share the interview Dan recently had with New Design. Everybody, here you go. Hello, hello. Dan Boyer, Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts. And I'm here with Joe from new design what's going on man oh you asked what's going on i thought you said like how's it going same answer not much playing a show soon yeah we're here at harmony lunch in kitchener or waterloo ontario canada they're kind of one in the same and uh you guys are on a bill tonight that is headlined by uh keep flying and you're in the midst of uh, a few dates around southern ontario right now Yep, so we're doing like a little um, weekend run, Guelph, Waterloo, Brampton, the hometown. Uh, We just so happened to kind of hop on this show, which has like all touring bands. Um, Interesting fact about Keep Flying, when we went out east, um, every person we talked to that like put on a show or uh, was at a show mentioned that band. And they're like, oh, there's a sick band. They actually come out east and like people love them. They're really cool bands. So I'm excited to play with them here. It's funny how that lined up. Um, yeah, so excited for tonight. Yeah, that's very cool how that uh, how that worked out. And and um, so take me all the way back to the beginning of New Design. You began like in 2015, <laughs> 2014. <laughs> Remind oh, me. Uh, no, no, no. That that is actually uh, way further off than you think. I don't know if you want to go extremely far back. This band started in 2008. Um, oh okay yeah so when everyone has like a high school band and they end that high school band and then like make a better and cooler band that's our band we started in high school and we just kind of powered through we did all the things that you would have done as a high school band like all the embarrassing shows embarrassing covers and then the reason why 2015 is kind of like the significant date or like the real start is that's when we released our album far from home so that's when it was really like hey, like, this is a band, like, we're taking this pretty seriously. We're 2008 to 2011, we're still trying to find our way, figure out the scene, like, become a tighter band. Um, 2012, we put out our first, like, actual release, but it was still, like, a very, um, like, all over the place. We still weren't really, weren't sure what we fit in or what we wanted to do. It was just kind of like, this is music. And then, again, we kind of continued off that. We started to play more, and then it wasn't until 2015 where we're like, we have this album we think it's really good. This is what our, our band's about. And that's kind of when it feels like it actually started, even though we're hella old. So, yeah. So, um, so when you began all the way back in 2008, was it, was it just simply about like, hey, we like this type of music and we want to play it too? Or like, what was the like motivating factor behind beginning new design? Um, like back then, like the local music scene was like, it was really thriving. Um, 
Like, there's shows going on all the time. Everyone played in bands. And we played in a lot of other bands, too. But none of them really fit. Yeah, like, I guess the kind of music that we liked. And then we decided that us four in particular had a lot of common interests. And we kind of played together in different bands. And we're like, we would make a really cool band. And we did it. And uh, it felt good from, like, the get-go. Like, when we would just jam together and work on original stuff. And that's kind of been, like, what has kept us together. Um I really wanted to do the band thing. I still really want to do the band thing, but it's just something that we've always kind of balanced with like everyday life and work and stuff. Um, but you know, we're still here, same lineup, still making music, and that's what's important to us. And yeah, it was pretty much like we want to make the music we want to hear, so we're going to start this band and do that. Right. And so you released um, a record in 2015, and uh, and and then um, you had a bit of a bit of a quiet period there like I don't know if it was official hiatus or what it was but it was quiet for a bit right and um, and then now you've recently released um, your new um, EP that came out uh, really not that long ago yeah, I remember two months ago yeah I remember uh, reviewing it um, and uh, and so um, what was the um, inspiration to kind of pick up um, again, pick to pick up where you left off. Um, so when we released the album, we we're still kind of learning a lot about what it meant to like be a band as like a business and like kind of do things from that perspective, like how you should release it, how you should follow up with content and tours. We kind of just dropped all our money at the time into an album and we're like, we didn't have money to do anything else after that. Cause we were all just like working part-time jobs and we're like, we can't afford a video. We can't really afford to get visas and tour. Uh, we didn't really know much about the process, but we put it out. We got played a lot of cool sh- shows. Uh, our first run like out of town was with Pine and it was like Montreal, Toronto and Ottawa. And that was like the first time we really traveled in like a consecutive time span. It wasn't like a tour, but for us, it was like a big deal. Like we're really late on these things that other bands know how to do now. So it was kind of like a learning process. Um, we spent a lot of time we've always were a band that spent a lot of time writing and creating and then like less so on that side so it took us a while to kind of figure out what we needed to do um, and then we kind of did everything in parts it's like we did a vi- video in like 2016 when the album came out in 2015 we toured the states in 2017 when the album came out like way before we didn't really get it in the right momentum so it's kind of been uh, partially that's because like we all balance school and work at the same time like we did the album Jeff went back to school and then like he was done his like postgrad program and then me and Zach went back to school so we, we were always just kind of fitting it in where we could and we never could put the time to like just give it the full momentum so knowing when we were doing our next release we're like we're gonna release a record we're gonna put time to play as many shows as we can i don't care if we're working we all work now we're gonna make the time to like go out east we're gonna play around ontario so like i'm happy that we were able to do that this year uh we're gonna like we're gonna get a video done we did some live videos too that are gonna come out soon and it was just all about kind of like now we know what to do with this release so we're gonna do as much as we can while still balancing everything yeah Absolutely. It sounds like you've um, uh, you, you've gotten down the process behind, you know, recording a record and then all the stuff that has to go with it in order to promo it. Um, and you've, it sounds like you've got it streamlined yeah. now. So it, for a while, we didn't know that or like we didn't have the time to do that. It's kind of been like when we had a lot of time, we didn't have money and didn't know what we we're doing. And then like 
Uh, this year we've been very fortunate because we uh, received the grant from Factor and they helped us out with like a lot of the things we wanted to do with the release. So it's like now we have the knowledge and then we have that kind of, you know, income, like that grant helped us a lot. But then we're like, okay, we need to make time to do it. So it's it's been tricky because um, like I said, we're a band that we went the route of like, we didn't drop everything. We didn't go all in. It was like, we're going to try to get some kind of stable job where we can still support this passion of ours like we still want to push it as much as we can but um it just we've even seen like you know there's bigger bands that you hear stories that like they can't like afford rent or it's they barely make the minimum and i don't know if everyone was ready to commit to that lifestyle but that didn't want to stop us from doing music at the same time absolutely absolutely so it's about like getting like life responsibilities in line and like balancing having enough money and enough time um and i i think as an outside set of eyes you you've found a pretty good a pretty good balance um because uh, everyone's done school now if i remember right you're like you're yeah. you're teaching right um yeah. so the question around around that is uh and i'm interested to know this because i'm somebody who has to like also do it not from a band perspective but from the perspective of like doing these interviews, I also like, you know, have like a real life and like I'm an adult, etc. Right. Yeah. So how do you how do you balance that now um, in in 2019? So uh, one more member is one more year of school left. Um, but everyone else is working. OK, so you're yeah. super close. We're so close. I know we've been doing this for so long, like it's whatever my my i had that long-term strategy of becoming a teacher that was like back the back of my mind i knew it would work because supply teaching is a very flexible gig you can get like time off pretty easily like you just block it off i mean you don't make money but like when you're here you can make money so it's really easy to go back and forth between working and time off so that was kind of a thing that i knew going into it. i love teaching i don't want to make it sound like i got into that for re that reason but it was like always in my mind um everyone else like the good thing about Ontario is there's lots of great places to play and they're not too far. So like literally our band is like, we'll do an Ontario run that's either a weekend or even sometimes a week. And then everyone goes home and works and then we get to the show and work and get to the show because most of the drives are only an hour away. Um, and then like when we want to do something far, everyone kind of they take if they have any vacation time or if they can take an unpaid leave at work they'll be like all right like we'll we'll really try to plan far in advance when we want to do something and that's why the record kind of got a lot more delayed than we wanted to it was like we had to do this long-term planning to make sure everyone can put the time to do all these things to support it um so yeah it's just really like thinking so far ahead like a year ahead like planning out like a year at a time what you want to do what you can make time for um just because, yeah, like you said, balancing the work life, music life. So so now in um, in 2019, do you have a, a plan to revisit um, visas to go back to tour the States? Or is that uh, is that something under consideration? Um, not for 2019. Um, Zach's program is really competitive and intensive. So I don't know this year. I feel like we have a couple cool more shows coming up locally. And then I feel like around October, we're going to go back into hiding. Um, Zach's going to be in school for the year. We're going to be working on a new full length record. Uh, I don't want to put a timeline on the release, but that's what we're going to be doing in this kind of down period. Uh, we do have a lot of content planned. We have some more singles coming. Like we have live videos. We have new singles that are ready recorded to go to kind of 
you know, keep keep you guys who do follow us, like, um, I don't know what the word is. Keep the momentum up. Yeah, keep the momentum up and keep you guys, like, you have something from us to kind of hold on to while we're working on this new music for you. Because we want it, we only dropped, like, a four-song EP. We want, we feel like we, everyone deserves more than that after, like, four years. So uh, we want to write a new full-length. Zach will be done school. Once he figures out his work situation, we'll be able to kind of plan around, like, okay, this is what we can take on. And then when we release that record, ideally, I would like to go back to the States. It was a lot of fun. We met a lot of great people, a lot of great bands. And um, that's a long-term goal of mine. And that's how we plan now. So long-term, yeah. So so maybe visas when you drop your full-length record. Yeah, so 2020, but more realistically, 2021. And I'll be, yeah. I don't want to think about it now because I don't want to think about how old I am going to be when that is. But that seems like a realistic timeline. Um, yeah. Dude, we don't have to have a talk about how old you are. I mean, you know how old I am anyway. <laughs> so um, talk to me about your EP that you recently released. Um, just talk about the creative um, process behind those songs. Okay. So, yeah, the EP was a cool thing. Um, when I we wrote the album, it was like... It was like we still didn't accomplish what we wanted to do musically. So that was like when we did finish the album, like we did that. And then starting over again was really hard for me. Like I got in my own head a lot about songs and songwriting and was just like, I don't know. I didn't like anything or I didn't care as much about anything that I was writing for a long time or I didn't feel it was good. I don't know. I was just really in my own head. I'm like, I don't know if this is worth being a song because usually if I don't think something's worth being a song, like I'm just like I'm done with it. So we were jamming a couple songs like there's a couple songs that kind of made it through that process that we still like playing together. Um, but it wasn't until like we just got put in a good situation to record and we had like a couple songs that I'm like, these are pretty good. Like, I think we can record them and they'll be like solid. And then uh, we worked out time with um, Anton Delos, like a producer we wanted to work with for a long time from First Ghost. Like we love his band. We love the records he's done. The timing kind of aligned. We had four songs that were like at a pretty good level. And we're like, okay, like we're going to, I'm like, you know what? We're going to record these. Like, I think they're pretty good. We've been jamming them for a long time. That means something to me. Like, these are good songs. Trust me. We went in, we did like pre-pro and we recorded them all off the, live off the floor. And like, we were like, these songs are amazing. Like, they're actually like probably some of our best songs. Like, it wasn't until then where we, I guess we could hear them all back to ourselves, like with all the parts like kind of fleshed in instead of hearing it like in our basement where we were like, you know what? This is really good. Like, we did really take like a step forward. Um, so uh, we went to the studio, recorded those. The songs were the main thing with me for the songs is we wanted to try things that we didn't really do musically. So um, a lot of the album songs kind of have like this like, light beginning and then they explode into something big and I'm like I don't want to do that as much even though I feel like we did do that a couple times it's just kind of the new design thing um, but we just tried a couple different things that we haven't done like there's one song where like we play in different time signatures at the same time we tried some new tunings uh, new structure things um, all the songs are kind of like a Frankenstein of people's writings well not all of them but like a couple of them like everyone either brings in melody ideas everyone either brings in lyric ideas or like instrumental ideas and we kind of fuse them together and I feel like that's kind of been like a 
a big strength in our songwriting. I don't know how noticeable it, like if it sounds like that to people, but like I feel like you get all these different kind of backgrounds coming together and it just kind of makes the song unique. Like I feel like they, they all the songs, I feel like they have something different to offer. Um, and yeah, no, I just feel, I feel good about it. Well, it is, it is excellent. I remember uh, reviewing it a couple months back and uh, yeah, it's just a really good effort. So uh, well done, man, for sure. Um, and in the midst of everything, school and work and doing the band, you've managed to um, get somewhat of a record deal. You've connected with Sunday Drive Records. And if I'm remembering correctly, they're based in like Texas or something. So talk to me about how um, a band from Ontario, Canada, that's balancing school and work and the band and everything else, um, connects with a record label in Texas. Yes, yeah, so Sunday Drive Records um, are really, like they're still a small label, but they have so many cool bands and the guy running it is the best person ever. Um, they reached out to us. Um, they kind of found our music through Bandcamp and just asked if we had anything coming out. And we're like, oh yeah, we have the CP. We kind of talked about what they wanted to do and what we wanted to do. And we were able to meet a common ground. Um, yeah, they're, they, I don't know. Um, they actually released records for Mundy's Bay. I think that was the only Canadian band on the label. It's a band from Montreal. Who just signed with Pure Noise Records. Exactly. Crazy. This was before they signed with Pure Noise that we knew going into this. But we're like, that's a cool band that I know. This is pretty cool. They also worked with I Was Afraid, which I remember did a tour with Certainty. And I'm like, this is a cool band. So their roster was really cool. Um, even though, like, if you look at their pages, it's like, it's not anything crazy. Like, I think they only have, like, 500 followers or something. But... They have a lot of great bands. They're doing a lot of great things. All their like artwork and like stuff for the albums looks amazing. Their merch is cool. Um, I just feel like this could be like the next like cool big label if like people kind of give it a chance. Like it reminds me of like a lot of the labels, the bigger labels that I like that are like like Top Shelf Records or Run for Cover. I feel like there's like similar vibes. Um, they're just doing it on a smaller scale still, um, but I feel like there's a lot of potential here. Um, and yeah, we were just happy that we were able to kind of meet a middle ground and that they took interest in us because we did actually try shopping it as much as I knew about shopping. I knew nothing. I just emailed every like big label. I'm like, Hey, check out this EP. It's not released yet. Listen to it. It's good. It sounds kind of like this. It's like, we like these bands on your roster. Probably. I don't know if those emails ever got read. I didn't say that exactly, but it was just cool that someone wanted to work with it and release this record and help us out. And they've been such a great help so far so i'm glad that we're able to team up and do that absolutely it sounds uh like a very similar story to the way um castlefield connected with that label in australia you know um and we miss castlefield but uh we appreciate their music for sure um and you also you mentioned uh, certainty um who just dropped an amazing record yeah. this past week so everyone go and listen to temporary love by certainty um, but on the topic of, of new design, um, what are you most excited for next in the world of new design? Um, I have some cool plans uh, for next year. Next year is going to be the five-year anniversary of Far From Home. And um, I'm not going to give any details because if we don't do them, then I'll feel really upset. But I have some cool ideas to kind of go with that. And there is some thoughts forming around it. Yeah, yeah. Like I have some... I have cool stuff. Don't worry. There will be something cool next summer. Uh, and then I'm just really excited to write again. Uh, me and Jeff, we have 
we've completed our pedal boards. I know every guitarist is going to be like, now you're lying. But the cool thing about working and doing the band thing is you have more money for music equipment. Um, to buy stuff for your pedal boards. Exactly. And living at home, too. We still live at home. Um, so that kind of gives us an opportunity to kind of just go all in on these pedals. And I feel like the next album is going to be really cool because there's going to be a lot of sounds on there that we're really excited about. I don't know how other excited other people get about the stuff besides non-guitar player, like besides guitar players, but like I'm just excited to kind of write a record from scratch. We've never really took it that approach. It's always been kind of jams we had, but we're going to just kind of sit down and be like, hey, we're writing now. Because we've always done, I said earlier, we've always balanced the band in different ways, and that was another thing. We always balanced writing and playing at the same time. We never really took like... When we took time off, it wasn't really like, hey, we're focusing on writing, which is something we're going to do, I think, from October to June. But we'll probably, again, we'll always come out of hiding. That's just how we are. We can't stay away from the shows for too long. So, uh, But I'm just excited to write like a, a new album from scratch. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking some time here with uh, Spinning Thoughts. And uh, before we wrap, is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, check out the new EP if you haven't where I need to be more stuff coming your way uh, in the music department if you like our band there's a lot of great bands in Ontario that you should check out like literally so many we mentioned Certainty who dropped a new album um, I feel like other bands though dropped records too like I think Corbin from Rarity dropped a new EP uh, today yeah so that's going to be really cool uh, Rarity is dropping a new album uh, the first Ghost EP came out like last year it's still really good so good. <laughs> um, ever else, I don't know, like all these bands, ever elsewhere, uh, Romancer, whenever they release something else next, it's probably going to be the best ever. Um, the re recorded Lottery is amazing. Everybody check that single from Romancer. It's incredible. Um, I'm excited that, um, safe to say, well, Lock It, they're now Lock It now, but that's a band that we used to play with a lot, and they're a band that was like a big influence and kind of like a band that we use as a guiding point of what you kind of need to do in the Ontario scene. So I'm just, just signed to fearless records. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just happy to see, um, them back and all these great ha things happening on Ontario, uh, pine releasing a new album, just like everyone's coming out with new music. I've literally only listened to like Ontario bands this year. So that's been like a really exciting thing. Uh, I play in another project called Brokoy that's playing tonight. He released an album. So there's just so much cool stuff that you can check out here so that if we're not doing anything, check out these bands instead because you'll probably like them too absolutely absolutely well thank you joe so much for uh your time again and uh till next time we will share music and spread love thanks man oh i'm, I'm saying bye now bye <laughs> i absolutely love that goodbye that may be my favorite of 184 episodes was that goodbye that you just heard thank you kindly new design for being here on episode 184 of Spinning Thoughts, I also want to thank Honey Creek and Patent Pending for lending their awesome, awesome music to the show. Go check out all the bands that we featured here on Spinning Thoughts. And if you want to continue to be part of this music conversation, if you want to join in on the fun and never be out of new music, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com, and we have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. 
do something good for somebody. And until next time, make sure you share music, spread love. Can't help but